Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 132. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magar. Joining me today, two dastardly detectives who only listen to Sad FM on their boat rides. Dave Grimma. That's me. Never and heard of Sad FM. Sad oh, FM. no, it's, it's, it's a thing in Disco Elysium, the game oh. we played. <laughs> well, if that's not indicative of where this episode's going... <laughs> Well, yes, as Dave said, tonight's episode, big episode. Big, Cursed big episode. episode for us a little yeah. bit. Because we've had a lot of false starts The episode had one. problems. The Dan playing the game had major issues. Life, all sorts of Life had ups. problems. Life yeah, there came, were all sorts of stuff. Yeah, life. Life but, came at us fast. But here we are through. We're back. Through Revishal and all the revolutions it faced. And Mar- Here we are. And Martinez. And Martinez. <laughs> and all these words that mean things. And stuff. They'll but mean we're gonna things. We're going to dive deep today. But before that, we got to do our check-ins. Let's see, because it's been a while for us. Not yeah. for you, listener, but for us, it's been a while. Dave I mean, Grimma, give me the mic. How you doing, uh, I am... Um, let's see. I am... I'm so back in love with Hades. Like, uh, I, like I was just all like, all I had to do was re-release it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it let me buy changed. that game a third time. I'm, I'm in. You know, wow, that is true because you had it on the Switch too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did they really? And this one, nothing? you can't, you can't like even cross, cross save. Mm-mm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I want, I want that plat. It's gonna be a good. I plat. want it, and it's gonna like, take forever. Well, I was reading like 80 runs. I read estimate. seventy to one hundred hours. Yeah, that's well, a long time. I guess that is a long time. All right. Did you it. not get it, Mark? <laughs> no, I am. I am also on my way slowly. I might have said this uh, at one point. So, not to make everything about Destiny, but oh. one of my favorite things about the game is that you can unlock a seal and then buy the pin if you unlock it within a certain amount of time. Forget that last part. But would Wait, you guys? Like an enamel pin? A pin of the seal. So, like, I've earned seals in the game. I've got pins over here that are representative of the seal. Oh, Mark loves physical media. <laughs> oh, my God. So I just got chills. Here's, chills. here's oh the cool God. part about the seal. You can earn it in the game, but if you earn it within a certain window, which is usually a pretty realistic window, you can buy it. So, But you can't do it after the fact. Um, I don't know you if that was... It. You have to earn it within the timeline. Right now, I'm working on a seal called Deadeye that will... I can exp- I can earn it whenever I want, but the time to buy it will stop after February twenty second or something like that. So, would you love it if they had trophies that you could buy as a pin? Mark would love it. Mark, oh would, my Mark, would, I, Mark would throw all the other belongings out of his house and I be like, "This like is the only thing." That the matters marketing now. brilliance of Destiny we goes can get, beyond. We can talk about. I it. would. Buy, gonna... I would be so into that. Well, I mean, okay, weird that if Mark <laughs> if Mark could have a product. That was just, I can only buy this if I can prove yeah. I got the plat. And he had that all over his house. That would be, that would be like, this is my plat room. It's that a trophy. So it's, I think that that would be the coolest thing that Sony's like staring back at them from the Destiny. I feel like you getting the plat in Hades. Like, here, buy a $10 pin from us that has your gamer tag on it. Absolutely. See, like, they kind of did that when they had PlayStation Home back in the day. There was like a trophy they? room. No, but, but that's see, a virtual room. That's We're a talking about a real... Room. Real media. I don't think I would want a little trophy though, but like I love oh, a look, good it's the perfect pin. size. Give me a nice... the, oh my box. god, it comes in with a little box. This is the pin oh. on it, and it, you open it. Listen, just imagine a really cool pin, and then yeah, there it is. Imagine that Antonio Banderas Ooh. gift. And then uh, I think the paper tells you that I did it. 
with my gamer tag on it. Does it tell you? Does it give you a date and time? Let me check. Bungie is so smart. They're yeah. so smart. Oh, here it goes. It says it just says congratulations and all sorts of fancy stuff. I think that this should be something that Sony does, and I think that I mean Dave I think would I think that, that should be any any game that has really like a dedicated community. Mm-hmm. Why would why wouldn't you do that? That's yeah. a win win. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets what they want. <laughs> so not to sidebar, but Dave, more about your platinum journey. Is it? Are there any? Is it? Tasks on well, there's the one. List. There's one trophy that I'm like. It's like it's basically like be good at the game, but like I'm like. I'm <laughs> oh not, yeah, what I'm was not the to get it. the butterfly? Yeah, because yeah, that that's one of them is for using the Pierce butterfly, um, whatever it's called, ornament. Uh, whatever. That's the one where if you beat a room and don't get hit, yeah, you, you have to beat a room damage. without getting hit at all, without taking any damage. And then every time you clear a room, once it's gotten up to three stars, you get plus two percent damage boost and then but you have you to get up to th- you have to get up to 30 percent in a run so that so means you have to clear rooms you have to clear 15 rooms without getting injured that's not too bad you know 15 rooms with enemies it, they won't give it to you for like you know clearing a fountain right, right, right are yeah. there any perks that you can think of that would make this easier um i would say like if you get the right boons like you get a lot of deflect and you get a lot of pushback mm-hmm. stuff you know, that would be, like, your best bet. There's no and I think out. just play conservative, like, in the beginning. And playing conservatively. Is there a ring out? I don't, I don't really play conservative. Well, there's there's knockback and... There's, like, lava. There's lava at into, times. And you okay. can knock them into walls for extra damage. You played so, Hades, Dad. I did, but I forgot about... <laughs> I never played with, like, Purge knocking down. the enemy off the stage. Usually it was You me. can't knock an enemy off the stage. That's what I mean. You can knock them, them into in a wall. bad place. There's, there's unforeseeable end to stage. Got it. Boom. Understood. Ah, that's not too. I mean, because what was the um, the the feather one? That one you had to. It was. That's similar. Uh, it was similar, but you just have to be fast. And I'm a, I'm fast. I could do that. It's no problem. But you can't be conservative. Yeah. Never. I want to Maybe we gotta can... reconsider I I... the bow. Gotta reconsider it. I'm not you... saying I'm not using the bow. I use all the weapons. But I think it would be easiest with the bow. Probably. I haven't had a bow run in a while. I only use the one that gives me the bonus stuff. I use the bonus. Stuff. I want to see if I can compare your trophy lists on Hades pr- with the PlayStation I'm, I'm app. I'm probably like, I think I'm at like thirty something percent, maybe forty. Mm. I no, got the, like the tr- between you and Mark, you and Dave. To, well, I guess yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. See who's I got think which ones. I think I just did the. I got like the true ending, not the true ending, but like I got. You got the epilogue. Face? I got Persephone home. Okay, you know um, you got that. You got the 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 ending of the game. The the but true the epilogue ending, I have to max out all it, the people. Yeah, that okay. comes much later. I'm honestly the two things that take the longest, in my opinion, is one being good enough to get the Pierce Butterfly one done. Mm-hmm. The other thing is maxing maxing out every ornament. Yeah, that's taking. That's the one that's like going to take just time and plays. Yeah, I'm like twenty five runs. Mm-hmm. And I, you saw me beat it. I'll, I guess I'll, I'll take it from you as we're talking mm. about Hades. Um, I beat it. You saw me that beat it. That you one beat it time. like in your seventh run. Eighth. Eighth. And then I beat it. I think I had one run with the bow. I beat it. I all, I beat it on my 15th with almost the exact same, uh, um, the exact same uh, perks. Yeah. It's just, I had like, oh, I can't die. <laughs> and <laughs> then, um. I beat it once with the bow at like it was either like twelve or thirteen, and then I had one. It was with the shield, 
I beat mm. it. I was like, oh, this is something. But then, like, I kept... Mm. It was like I would beat it one out of every three, and then I turned on God mode. And then you win all the time. I've lost one since then. Okay. So yeah, I think yeah. I'm at the point where, like, I think literally my successful yeah. runs versus not is, like, about even. It's like, the, the grand total of, mm. like, playthroughs. Dave, you have 53% of all the trophies in Hades. Oh, look at you. I don't think um, I have that many. I'm checking, yeah. To, to compare you guys on this. He's pulling it up. I am trying. I'm actually succeeding. It's not too I mean, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Dave Mark has... Oh, never mind. Hold on, hold on. I gotta go to your trophies. Oh. Uh, yes. If you want to go over my... Tro- I'll gladly talk well, to you about I'm all my trophies. Then, if you want. Mark has Mark has like level 532. Dave and the icon for high. that is, is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> we don't need a... Forty-two percent for you, Mark. There you go. So you're ahead of the game. Yeah, but until I'm good enough, I'm like I'm stuck on that butterfly trophy. Like every time, like it gets in my head. I'm like, I can't take damage. I can't take damage. And then I'm like, you know. Well, I I I even I was like trying to like right now all my runs. I'm just trying to do all the the pressure, not the pressure, the heat things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, I'm taking like one or two every run and just kind of mm. doing that with like working on the the accessories. But yeah. that will be a nice plot. Yeah. Oh, be a nice one. Feel good about that. Dan, know. have you earned any platinum trophies lately? No, actually, no? I would no. like to start earning platinum trophies, but I have been playing a little game called Destiny Two. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that game. I heard you like it. I've been really, everyone well, who likes Destiny is feeling it right as now. It's like everyone's like, I can't believe Bungie's this good. I'm so happy with the community, and I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they just announced season. Well, season fifteen just launched, and story is actually moving finally and Mm -hmm. then down the line end of the beginning of the next year we're getting the next proper campaign expansion Mm -hmm. um and it's all very like they're adding weapon crafting they're adding updates to the classes where you can customize them all more it's just very good right now everything feels like a lot of the complaints are getting addressed not that i had a lot but people are finally shutting up is really that's the win for me like i'm like Mm -hmm. it's the game whatever but now it's starting to like really ramp up and st- it's starting to look like they're getting like they were talking about like when this is over, how like the light and darkness storyline will end. So like when they first announced the game, they said we have a 10 year, 10 year plan. And that's what this was. It was the first story arc. So when it wraps, there will still be a destiny game, but it won't. The light and darkness storyline will end. And I'm having trouble imagining what that is, but it's not my job to know. Is it like yeah. you think, is it like uh what is that in space walls? He's like there's a there's an upside and a downside to the force. What do, you, the, right. what, what do they use? Not the they don't call it the force. The Schwartz. The Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah. Is it north and south to the Schwartz or is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's pretty much what they they're gonna like. They're starting to like blur those lines already and all that. It's just crazy to think that they already have other things in mind for this yeah. expansive nutty world. So it's been fun. I've also been playing a game that we're gonna play. Um, for this podcast called Dodgeball Academia, um, mm-hmm. really, really, uh, you know, it's definitely it's got my attention. <laughs> it's got my attention. Um, yeah, it, it's video games have been pretty good lately. Actually, real quick, to go back to to I mean, Destiny, I, I'm yeah, fine. <laughs> if, I if was like, must. I was just thinking about oh, how it's, upsi- it's upside and downside. Thank upside you. and downside. <laughs> <Confirming>. <laughs> Thank you. Look at that up. Like, it's interesting how, I guess I, I, I'm wondering about the conversations they had with Activision. And it was oh. so cantankerous that they were able to break away from Activision and maintain, like, the IP. 
but I, I, I'm just so curious about what Activision wanted because you would think like this seasonal output and mm-hmm. like this kind of ongoing content that is not free. I paid like, hundred bucks for the for the next. Yeah, I, I'm year. just so curious like, about focus, what did they want. <laughs> maybe they were just focusing on like how do we get them to stay playing and buying things. That's not what it. That's what that's the right now. Yeah, but I feel like buying buying thing. Yeah, but Destiny. What they're doing now, since post Activision, in my opinion, which I think is much better, is the seasons are progressing story, and they're being forced to make new content. But I feel like before with Activision, it looked like the focus was maybe on on play on creating replayable content, reusing maybe less effort. Right. But and then and then incentivizing you to purchase things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than yeah. Rather, rather than making the money on the seasons, yeah. make the money mm-hmm. on in-game purchase. Yeah, because the emotes sell. Yes. You know, but because you it, know everyone likes that hot new dance. Totally. Or some new fun like there's a conga line now, so you can actually have like three people doing a conga in the tower, and people were doing one. Now the crossplay nice. is live, which by the way works really well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that's going to sell. So I feel like you're right, Dave. I also wonder how much of that was just behind the scenes, bad management, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, people complaining, behind the scenes, X, Y, Z, and it all led back to that relationship. I really do want, and especially with everything that's coming out now, I don't know if it's related, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were having mm-hmm. those issues. And yeah, I don't know. And also it really is, it's like almost like, I don't want to say blissful, but like, unbelievable that destiny is Bungie's alone after all that yeah and that's they just, own just, the ip like and just nuts. like from as a as an outsider looking out from the inside it's just like so slow clap mm-hmm. it's yeah, just like right. such a it's such an encouraging thing where it's like this this property and this studio it's just right. they're killing it and yeah. everyone who loves it is keep getting rewarded for yeah. it. So it's just, it's like, it's a nice story. Destiny's also. an indie game after all. And it has a very tight knit community. <laughs> yeah. So it's been, it's been good lately. Um, but I do have the feeling like I've been working on a seal that I want to buy called dead eye, but I have to unlock it. I'm almost done. And I'm already like, okay, I got to slow down because I want to enjoy other games. The season's mm-hmm. not going to be over soon. So like I'm already gotcha. hammering it. So I got to like pump the brakes, play it like twice a week. I say this, but I'm going to raid like three times next week. Like, you know, like <laughs> it, part of it is also because I have a lot of good. And now cross plays on. We could play with Vin or I, I could play with Vin, you which is cool. Shout out to Vin Forte. Xbox Total not Immortal. Not Vin to play. Forte. <laughs> not Vin Forte. Although not shout Vin out to Forte? Vin Forte. No, the, no. Vinny, Vinny. Oh, D. your old friend Vin. Yeah. Uh, my, my Halo brother in arms. Wow. We will get I'm toxic. Ch- Shout out to that guy. Yeah, shout out to him. He doesn't listen. It's too bad. I'm going to stop talking, though. I feel like I've already... I feel like so self-indulgent when I speak about Destiny. It's like... Well, Daddy Destiny. It's the Destiny corner. (laughs) (laughs) You're our our window into the world that is big. I don't know, Mark. I feel like you would love one of those badges. Dan, I I Uh definitely (laughs) can tell you I would love that badge. I I would love that badge. (laughs) Love it. There, There are plenty of them. Uh, but but again, it's just going back to the idea. If you want to keep playing, but getting games, back in that ecosystem it. and having to put in all the work, it's like it's like it's like oh, I I like swimming. Maybe I should swim across the ocean. It's like I like swimming. I, I should go. Do, oh no, it's like here's the here's the. I like here's running. I'm gonna go do an ultra. Like you know, what, you know like what Disney feels like sometimes. 
It's mm-hmm. like when there's a really long going anime, and it's like, am I really mm. gonna get into that now? Right. I don't. Uh, how many am hours? I really, I'm I gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in on this to now. To that point, Goku always somehow gets to be the strongest, and then suddenly somebody punches Die? him out. Right. Mm. And then he needs <laughs> to come back, and he's like, I'm gonna be the strongest again. And then that's some to, people call I see that, that. goalpost moving. And I, mm. it is. They are moving the goalpost, but that also part of the story. So yeah, I, but, yeah, I but, see the like, flaws. I'm not gonna say I don't. <laughs> It's a lot. It's heavy. It's it's people exactly. get overwhelmed when they think about playing this game, and it's because I it's... get overwhelmed every time I pop into it with like like three like seven Pop-ups. information windows yep. popping up mm-hmm. immediately, and I'm like, whoa! Too yeah, much. I would just that's I wanted thing... to just sign in on sh- and shoot <laughs> sign in and shoot things. That, that's one thing I, I didn't hate. think there was going to be a test. If there we... <laughs> <laughs> if there was one thing I hate, it's that moment when I finally convince one of you to play, if not both. And then, like, you're both like, I'm just, Dan, I'm just hitting X. Oh, I got to clear this out. Oh, it's telling me to go to the tower. I can't see you. because What? Like, all these things that you guys have oh, pop up. I have to, I have to do I gotta this. got to do all these things. Uh, story uh, right. prereq mission first. Your stress on that, and not you as the proverbial you. It could be anybody who has this experience. Mm. Comes back to me, like, threefold. I'm like, oh. It's too much. Because then you got to explain it, and it's too much. Yeah, I feel bad that you were sitting there next, like, seven times. And then you're like, I mm. think I can join you now? I'm like, no, this fire yeah. team member is not available for that. You can't join on that fire team member. They're they need to uh, get the, the, the organ of Oklish Pak from... But, on the other hand, jar. Gallahorn's coming back again. <laughs> so now you can cut yourself. In front Shut of up. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'm done. I'm done talking. Lol. Um... I'll say just for me, my my quick updates. Um, we talked about Hades. Um, mm. I platinum Dodgeball Academia, so I'm ready to talk Ooh. about that whenever you know that pops up. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I kind of cheesed one trophy, but I'll talk about that when we uh, well, well, on that episode. On that episode, I there was one I got. I was like, oh, well, the one to get. I was like, how? I'm like, let me just. Let me just use the tools that just are at my save scum, disposal. Sir. Now there's an you don't have to get real quickly. There is an accessibility <laughs> function in the game. Okay. Where you could decrease your damage input and oh, how increase your damage output. So there's a trophy to get. That's a little, I guess we'll, I'll just this say is that. A little evil. Um, there's a trophy in chapter one to beat Boris oh. in the match, and basically like you have to catch everything, okay. and like it's hard. And I was just like, it was the last trophy. I'm like. Effort. <laughs> just boop boop. I'm interested to hear how the dialogue changes. Um, it doesn't. But oh, it's, I mean, it, it does. It's like oh, you beat me, but it's not like that. <laughs> that's different. Um, I platinum disco Elysium, which we're gonna talk all about. God, today. I yeah. Can't... So we're now two of the three respect platinums. We had Returnal, we had that, and then the Hades one. Once we get the trifecta, I want a little. I'll buy myself a little. I'll make a little Triforce thing. And I'll put like a little thing. Maybe you know what making pins. <laughs> making pins isn't the craziest thing. It can't I'll, be cheap though. Yeah, but Mark, Mark, I'll see what I can do. I maybe I will. No, I wonder if like I can that. come up with a template, and then like. Yeah, then you could come up with a template for my uh, tattoo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm doing both. Um, and then the just last thing I wanted to bring up was I'm playing the DLC two. And now the podcast Shima. will continue with only two members. Because he, he knows, he knows. <laughs> I remember he's that. He's turning in. colors, doing that that Red. tattoo. I feel bad. I will do it. But I'm um, the. It's I, I Thanks, I'm Matt sure Storm. I'm sure you will. It's just the I can't question. Can't believe of you guys when. talked s about me. Because now it's a it's a podcast. It's, 
Now it's a bit. If, yeah. if I do it, you don't like it. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about Dan. No, it's like, it's like a, it's like it a character trope now. Yeah, it is a character. Trope. I love Absolutely. that when I'm, I love being identified by the lack of completing projects. That makes me feel. <laughs> so but good. it's the confidence. It's the confidence because you're gonna get it done. It's you just are. the timeline. Who is this is not a pup hazy. named Scooby Doo? Huh? Pup who is that not? Who is that not pup named Scooby Doo behind you? It's Kevin. Oh, that's um, How dare you forget yeah. about Kevin? He's from. You know oh, Kevin. He, we played. We played this game. We played Kevin's that? game. I love Here. a good visual. It's overcast. Okay, thank you. Dog from Overcooked. <laughs> okay, Kevin. He's. Tell me, that's not the exact same color as the, the pendant pen. on oh, no, a pup named Scooby Doo. It is absolutely. This is Scooby-Doo. totally angry Scooby. Yeah, but not sure. Sure. and not, not, and not sure. Sure. yeah. But uh, real quick, Ghost of Tsushima DLC. Oh, oh, I didn't even bring up Ghost of Tsushima. And yeah, you started mm. playing that, so you know. Talking about stupid destiny. Sorry, go on. The, mm-hmm. No, the DLC is great. It's it's more 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 Ghost of Tsushima. You're running around. You're doing. I have the director's uh, cut. I haven't yeah. unwrapped it yet, Dave. It's great. I'll get to it. <laughs> you will. I, I don't want to build it up. I really don't, because I know how it's I really am, good. and I know how you are. But it's. Or game for you, Dave. It's it's a game I, to lose yourself. In. I feel like it really is like you want to do a thing, all right? And it's like yeah, you you got two minutes, you got twenty minutes. What do you want to do? I can it's get so something. and like the map and it's pretty and I'm it's so, so happy pretty. I waited on it. I'm so happy. The the one cool thing that they did with the DLC that I saw, they had like the little Easter eggs of the different games, so you can get armor sets like of God of War, armor set of Bloodborne, and it's like a you get a shrine that has like a puzzle, and you have to kind of figure out what do you want me to do to get Bloodborne? it. Yeah, it looks like Is it a uh, hat and stuff. Like it's like... got a hat, and I got like feathers. I got that, and I got the God of War one. Um, so just yeah, enjoying that. I'm kind of just jumping back for between mm-hmm. that and Hades now. Um, but what I want to jump into right now, main topic game. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. I repeat, spoilers incoming. Thank you. Dan Colonna. Yeah. Disco Elysium. The the Let, let's do it. I am I'm the model model citizen of the podcast to read this, I think. <laughs> this, this is it. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm set. Disco Elysium, the final cut, is a groundbreaking role-playing game. You're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal and a whole city to carve your path across. Interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes. Become a hero or an absolute disaster of a human being. This game was very positively reviewed recently and also a while ago. It came out in October 2015 of the year 2019, developed by ZA slash UM Zaum. I'm assuming those are two people's names. Shortened. Um, Independent. uh, Independent game. Totally published and developed by them. Uh, Popular user-defined tags for this product are... Choices matter. Story rich. Detective. And two hidden tags. Uh, Drug use. Wow. Uh, Poop factory. Again, I I don't know if you guys must be... Is there a camera in here? Because you both nailed it. It's RPG and noir. Uh. Noir. 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 Um, but Dave, um, this <clears throat> was a reading of the free magma, megaphasmic content update. Um, please enlighten the uh, listener with what you believe Disco Elysium oh. is. Disco Elysium is a role-playing point-and-click mystery adventure game. You awaken in a hotel room and try to put 
the pieces together. Who are you? Why are you here? Where are you? And what's your motivation? Discover all of this and try to solve a murder. Try to solve the political tension that is coming to a head in the fictional district of Martinez. Open a club in a church and get over the hurt in your heart. Or plunge further into darkness and despair. Forget the murder case and delve deeper into your own psyche and worry about the pale and how it may consume everything causing an apocalypse that will make all these otherworldly concerns seem petty. It's He's a game that it. allows you to explore at your own pace and while it lacks in action, it's deep lore and compelling conversation trees can keep you interested. That being said, I can understand it not being your cup of tea if you're looking for fast-paced, fast mechanically difficult gameplay. Rated D for dice rolls. All right. Um, so anyway, so the tastemaker tonight it. is... Uh, <laughs> Dave not well, only gave me an out in there, he also he did described it. the game he said it all already. love it. <laughs> well, we have, a, we have a lot to discuss. We have a lot There's to a talk lot. about. This is so, like... Listen or sit down, get comfortable. Might get be a long episode. Maybe not. You already know by the time on it. But Well, let's see. Because so I wanted to try to start this off because there's so many things to talk about with the man, the legend, Harry Dubois. So Mr. Dubois. So, um, all right. Well, let's we should already step back a second. You wake up. I and believe you, don't know you your mean name. Raphael Casto. Oh. Right, like you could be <laughs> technically not Harry Dubois, Harrier, by the way. But yeah, go on. I'm just <laughs> well, saying that's you've say. already you're already like you know the iceberg. Well, to kind of pointing to the, what the the guy what the the things you guys are alluding to is so you know a very uh, character focused game. Tequila Sunrise, depending on who, all these things. There's so many things that you as this character can kind of get into. Tequila Sunset. Tequila Sunrise is a drink, right? Uh, yeah, but he's, is he Sunset or is he Sunset? I think he's Sunset. I, think he's I don't know what you guys just did. I already <laughs> feel like a... I missed something. <laughs> but you really have a lot of control of Harry in terms of who he is and, and what directions you go to and really kind of shape who he is. So as you were playing him, really, I want to start with what were kind of the decisions you made? How did you try molding him? And kind of on the flip side of that then, did the ability to constantly change your approach to things make it kind of feel like he's just this amorphous kind of blob that I used to interact the world as a, rather than being like a character? Um, I started with like, I had an idea of what I wanted. Like, I'm like, I knew, like, you know, in the going into the game, like, okay, you're probably a detective, right? Mm. So like the first thing I did was, um, was like I, I put most of my stats like I made my signature stat empathy and I just wanted to understand all the characters and all the people and having that insight in everyone I was talking to I felt really helped me uh, understand what was going on in the game you know so um, were a lot of would you say in the beginning a lot of those decisions were like if I was because like when you say I mean you I was just I was characters. playing it as if like I was role playing this character so okay. and I, I was like, I want this person to be, you know, I, I built my stats out to be, you know, s you know, sensitivity. The psyche part was the highest. Intelligence was second highest. And my my weaknesses were like the dexterity and, this, and the physical stuff. So, mm. like, I was like, I'm mentally strong, but physically weak. Because I felt like, like you... that was more accurate to me. It would be easier yeah. to... <laughs> and so, like, 
as you started kind of encountering this conversation and getting more points, did you feel like you kind of stuck to that throughout the entire playthrough? Or did you really start kind of mixing and matching and kind of emphasizing different areas? I really, um, I treated it at least like from the get go, I was putting stats out similar to the way like a Diablo pre-build would. So like, I was like, okay, if this is my highest stat, that's most of my level ups. We're going to go in these stats. And you were min-maxing off of what I was min-maxing to a degree, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, with that, and I thought it worked out really well. The biggest thing that changed for me as I was playing was that, like, when I realized that I was apologizing for myself all the time, eventually I was like, I, and it was like, oh, you're a sorry cop. And I was like, no, that ends now. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of then reacted to the, that kind yeah. of thought that it's... So once so- I got a label... I was like, yeah, no, I'm, that's not happening. Yeah, I, I can relate to a few of those things. <laughs> well, I know. Now, see, I feel bad for you, Dan, is because you played the it, the last of the, the three of us. So um, we kind of pressured yeah. you a little bit until this is how we played it. So play it differently. Just well, to say. and that was part of, part of the reason I was like trying to play it under the radar. And I was trying to really give it a college Dan try. And I, mm-hmm. I did for a minute there until I hit my wall. But I also dealt myself a bad hand because I played this game on my own another time when I was trying to like, I was going to mix this up and like, I thought it'd be cool to make a YouTube video series out of it because I wanted to like store it. And then I have you guys like watch it Mm. to then see my experience. But I kept ruining my save and stuff and it wasn't working. So that soured me. And then I started over on the PlayStation Mm. and that's when I just made like a brute. I was like, I'm just going to (laughs) punch everything and I'm going to make this character an idiot. And he's just going to punch his way through this game. What, what I what I thought was interesting from watching you play is like you were you were on board with making him a brute and an idiot, but you were not willing to go down the the hole of going back to drinking and drugs. Yeah, I didn't mm. because I didn't I wasn't prepared to see what that what dialogue that brought up. You ever see the movie Requiem for a Dream? I feel oh, like yes. we all oh. <laughs> I this game this game I felt like it could go there in it, certain I'm sure ways. Interesting. You know, and I was actually a little like, that movie. Um, it reminded me too much of it because I'm like, this game looks grimy and dirty. Mm. Great design, looks great, but I yeah. didn't want it to. I didn't want to give it that chance because it's smart yeah. and it's really. I'm like, this game's gonna go there. I feel like this game's gonna take me down that rabbit hole. I don't want to go there. So I didn't mm. let Harry take any drugs at all. Um, even mm. even the dialogue was like, you want to do drugs? And the <laughs> Harry had like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, no. And then the game would be like, wow, you really are a boring cop. <laughs> and all these <laughs> things. I'm like, all right. So yeah, you're right. Like I And that, I think, is the way to play this game. The way you played it is you min-max. You, you go, you lean in. If you're going to do mm. a thing, you do that thing. If you're going to be an idiot, brute cop... You make that person somebody who's willing to do a line of whatever drugs in front of them and punch the next thing they see. If you want to be a encyclopedic person, then mm-hmm. you just say all the smart stuff and people like you. Like, But then you mm-hmm. can't punch a wall. Well, maybe they don't like you because you're a smart right. ass. Right. So, like, I didn't, I wasn't ready for that because I was afraid it was going to take me to Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. There's um, more, but yeah, we'll start there. <laughs> I, I want to come back to drug use because I, I, I saw it <laughs> in a totally different that, way. <laughs> I want to come back to drug use again. Let's revisit that. Um, I, 
started off my playthrough kind of similar to Dave, where I was much more of a heady character, and, and I had that thought process of like, well, I'm going to play the game like if I was in this character, I would try to make the right. decisions and the responses that I would do in this in this. Situation. Which is, I think, a fair way to go with <laughs> the, the vast yeah. array of things you have in this game. There's so many choices. Yeah, and it's like, it really reminds me of, you know, like that idea of like you're playing a D&D campaign. Mm-hmm. So it's like you make a character, but then you kind of, it's you play that line of, you have the background of the character and you're trying to slip into their shoes a little bit, but you're also your kind of self and you want to take yeah. them in the direction you want to take them. Um, so like, kind of like you, Dave, like quite a quickly finding out Harry, a burnout, you know, broken man on his last rung. You know, especially like the, cemented by that opening scene, he's in his underwear, passed out on the the hotel floor. Yeah. And I kind of hit the similar point with you, Dave, where it's like, oh, so you're you're apologizing for everything. You're a sorry cop. And it's funny just how that plays out because it's like, well, I did bad things. I, I'm sorry, but like, it really did start playing to my mind. It's like, well, oh, so I'm kind of getting funneled on this path that I don't necessarily want to choose. And I thought that was such an interesting thing throughout the game where. There are these different cop archetypes you can get. There are mm. political alignments. Copotypes. Copotypes, if you want to call them. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and while you you kind of then kind of... what You can lean into these things and it has the benefits for it. Unlike something like a Mass Effect where, okay, you're Paragon and you're Renegade. If you lean into one, that starts opening up avenues for you that would necessarily be closed because mm-hmm. you're so high in that area. I thought this game did a really nice balance of it let you really kind of play around with a, a, mm-hmm. a playthrough where you're one way you are with one character could be a totally different way with another and options for dialogue and stuff does change depending on your stats but for mm-hmm. the most part you were really given a lot of flexibility so i found myself starting off in that way and just as i got further and further in the game i just started getting weird because i thought that was always kind of the Suddenly that game is like, well, if I do, I just want to see what's going to happen if I do this. Like, what is the reaction that these characters <laughs> yeah. are going to have? That, that's at the core of that's, a lot of the that's choices meta. I made. That's, me- that's yeah. meta for maybe how you how you view life in general. You know, uh, and, like, and what's going to happen if I true. do this? But would you make well, that decision at, like, work? Say, like, I wonder what would happen if I just told my boss that I flew a kite naked this weekend. Like, what would he say? Well, I didn't, but what would he say? Like, <laughs> But you said, like, it's that, that same thought. Well, it's like, that Mark would say that, except he would follow it up with his favorite non-sequitur joke of asking for a friend. Oh, that's... I, mean, I don't wow. like the psychoanalysis. Let's, let's, yeah, <laughs> let's pause and psychoanalyze Mark for a sec. I do think that speaks to something kind of true that I think we all could admit. Like, we're not the same version of ourselves with Evergrid. The way I'm with you guys is not the way mm. I am at work. It's not the way I am at with Molly. You know, there's similarities, of course, but what? it's just, you know how it is. It's like your per- certain people bring out different parts of your personality. Yeah, okay, fine. And I'll give you that. I just always thought, especially like with really, you know, like with really kind of straight characters or kind of like straightforward, I was like, oh, I'm going to be really weird. But then it's like when people are really sad, you want to be empathetic. So I just really like the flexibility. Mm-hmm. And going to the whole drug thing, though, I thought it was, it's, it's interesting you kind of saw it that way, Dan, because, you know, we bring our, our kind of preconceived notions of, you know, 2021 American life interactions with drugs. It's like we understand these are dangerous things. And mm-hmm. thus, and we know, especially what you know about Harry and how he has problems. It's like that is kind of a, a slippery slope, but you don't know what that's going to lead to him. Yeah, like you kind of wake up and he's been whatever he went through. It put him mm-hmm. in a very sad state. And the way the game oh. describes you to him... It's like, it's, 
it's like this is not the first time you've been here you put yourself in this position like the game's already like giving you this negative outlook on your own character it starts you off low like day two if you haven't done speed you're like what oh what is this awful feeling it's like that's the feeling of speed finally being out of your system right yeah right and that's so the game wants you to either dig harry out of the ditch that he is in based Mm -hmm. based on what i understand about harry right now where he put himself or let harry get the drill and just dig and go into the ditch until he either comes out the other side or just dies and see what and that's how that's how i saw harry that's what i that's Mm -hmm. the game's choices that they gave me so i was trying to dig him out because i'm like like, yeah every day is a new choice to make a better decision right like harry that's how the game tells you that too it's like do you want to be better you could do it and like okay and then that has but what's better you right. see, and that's what I think is interesting because, you know, as we kind of bring up that as you put these stats into these different areas, you then have these different voices of yourself mm-hmm. and these different things that are chiming in mm-hmm. that are very, very different that will paint the way you see different characters, you see different situations. Yeah. Right. And I thought for the drug use in general, like the game, as, as, I, as I had a few playthroughs and like there are playthroughs that I kind of leaned into it. And I don't think it ever went to a place where it's it, it delivered a moral message of like you were just you were, of you were destroying yourself because I think that also plays into a, a kind of a bigger idea in this game of inevitable destruction and being broken and being, yeah. kind of wayward. Which is sad. And, which is a sad thing to have to face. <laughs> and, but and I guess. I don't know. Should we just get into now? Like, well, why don't we? We kind of move into well, like yeah, so now. You, you the, clearly have a setup that you're trying. To, let's let's well, go through with it. I guess so. When we think about let's go now, ex- Mark. Yeah. As we we'll, we'll bring it out a little bit further. So, of Harry, he's in the situation where he is in this hotel to investigate a murder of this guy mm. who's hanging in the back. And right. as you're investigating it, you're being exposed to this the city of Reverstol and its background yeah. and the world that's going around. And more specifically, kind of it, the district of Martinez, which right. is. The, a small district inside of Revishol. Because you Christ. work nor does you normally work in Jamrock, which is a different district of Revishol. Right. And again, these right. are all things that you have to find out and you could potentially get through a lot of the game without knowing most of Harry's background. Like and, and which is actually also interesting. Just a, and real quick on that topic, I, it's such an interesting kind of trope that they use that he wakes up completely blacked out where he needs everything explained right. to him. Mm-hmm. To the point like what Everything. is money? Right, what is money? Yeah. I don't understand drinking and like, it, yeah, yeah like and actually it's no so he does itch- understand drug use and drinking that's something he yeah does that, get. that he does but like i thought it was interesting because on paper it's such a stupid it's like oh that's the way you're gonna explain the world to me but it's scary it it really works because i think it plays into like the psychological analysis and kind of philosophical thoughts about things because then you're really bringing everything to the base base right. level mm-hmm. so it's like oh, this actually really works right. but so, uh, Dave, I'll kick it, kind of kick it back to you. As, as you're kind of exploring this world and you're getting the history, did, did you ever feel yourself kind of, this is a little too much and I, I, I can't take all this in right now? Or were you like, oh, oh, tell, me, was, tell me about this history? I, was, I would have might as well just sat back with popcorn and I was like, give it to me slow, baby. I was like, <laughs> let's, let's do this. You know, yep. sipping my tea and, you know, enjoying well, this whole whole trip. Well, what 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 was it about it that made it so much that you uh, wanted to know I mean, know more? the voice acting is first first of all is phenomenal, right. and the director's cut, you know, um, and uh, I don't know. I just like, I was, I think I was in the right place at the right time. 
Did neither you know? of you played this without the voice acting ever, right? Nobody played nah, yeah, the pre-director's cut because this was a, nah. a newer version of the game that came out mm. this year, right? Yeah, it definitely added something to okay. it. I'll say. Yeah. Go on, Dave. Sorry. The, those those deep voices in your head. Yeah. Just Big like, words. Uh, speaking speaking up. Like I love like Dan. You probably didn't have. Uh, you may not have had enough stats in drama. But like, no, if I you didn't. have a love stats and drama, like that vo- particular voice was one of my favorites. And he talks to you and like refers to you as sire. And it's yes. like, wow. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> don't believe him. Sire. Your necktie yeah. talks to you. It's funny because I, oh god. So I just have to get well, this out there because this stupid happened to me. Ninety-two percent chance. So when you start the game, it teaches you <laughs> how to, how to, you know, how the game works. Like yeah, you take, yeah. you take a roll, and it says here you have a ninety-two percent chance to do this. You have a ten percent chance to do that. Which you know, how are you gonna do this? And so it teaches you all that. So in doing that, you get your clothes back. And you guys know this. I'm just telling the listener. Um, mm-hmm. So I had a ninety-two percent chance to get my tie off of the fan because clearly mm-hmm. this guy during his bender got his clothes stuck all over the place. I failed that check. I. That was your first. I that was your first impression. <laughs> was my, well, of of the brute of version of my build, oh, which version. which honestly that tone persisted. So like not just the bad luck, but also mm. like the obvious this this playthrough. <laughs> I have to bang my head against it, um, but the necktie can also speak to you. So I played for mm-hmm. most of my playthrough without the necktie speaking to me. So when Mark and Dave realized I didn't have it. Dave was like, I got to go back and get it. And Mark was like, I don't know. I hate the necktie. It talks a lot. And I was like, I hate the necktie. What <laughs> the heck does that even mean? So when I got it back, it started interacting with me. It was like saying all the maniac level statements mm-hmm. that I should do while the brute's like, no, punch him in the throat. And I'm like, what is happening in this dude's yeah. head right now? And it's amazing. Well, it, I want to I want to get in all into the checks because that that really kind of serves as like yeah. the main gameplay. But yeah, going back to the city, Dave couldn't get enough of it. I know Dan, you kind of was one of the reasons. Kind of no, skipping I like, to how we feel about I it. Saying, I hate when I do this. I like this game, I do. Um, but you didn't feel yourself sucked into the, the pit, world like Dave. Was. I started to get there, right up until I hit the wall that I hit, um, mm. which I, I can still get through eventually. But I'm just saying, like, I was starting to find. You have to like, level up, basically. I have to, to level. Get, you have to level up in order. In in the game, there are white checks and red checks. White checks can only white checks can be done many times, but you have to like level up the stat to give you another opportunity. Right, and eventually do you'll it. do it. Yeah, and a red check, you only get one chance to to clear. Right. Right. Most and, most of which it doesn't really affect the story all that mm-hmm. much. The red checks. It's right. just like whether or not you do a cool thing or not. So I currently have a, a brute, and the white check that's keeping me back is I have to satisfy gaining the. I have to prove my authority to a character. So mm-hmm. in my head, I want Harrier to punch him in the head because that's not the Titus. character I built. Mm. That's the character I built. Punch He's him not in measure the head. head. You can't. Measure him. head went down like a sack <laughs> of potatoes. I, I, I took him out, and like to know that I could scissor kick or spin kick this eight foot tall. Muscle dude, and I can't fight. I'm. It's just a small complaint. Muscle bound. I understand why it's dude. yeah, like well, tough guy. And I'm like, but just in general, did like do you because when you really kind of look at it, it's like a lot of the game's progress and kind of those things like that are based on luck. Also, really measure hits one dude. If you tried to scissor kick, it's true. It would Titus Hardy in front of his whole crew, they would jump yes. you. I, if you I'm, actually, if you try fighting Titus, you die. You die. Yeah. You die. Yeah. He, pull, he shoots you. <laughs> he shoots you. Um. So I get it. 
I'm just at a, I'm 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 hitting a wall right now. That's all. I, that but, was the wall that I hit. But do you think that's do you think that's fair? Like, is it fair to kind of determine the progress of your game on a 50 50 mm. shot no i i don't mm. particularly like that part of the game because especially because i i kind of like it's sort of forcing me to do the side quests to gain level that, up that, sh- that check in particular okay um yeah. how is that any different from a role-playing game where you can't currently beat this boss because you have to go farm little guys it's fair I'm not. I understand that it it makes sense in the scope of what I'm doing. Like I'm basically trying to speed through the game. That was the mindset. Yeah. I and the game's noticing that essentially. It's like no, we we kind of built it so you couldn't speed through the game. You have to get to know this mm. place and help it or hurt it. No matter what, you mm. have to get through it. Like you have to do that. And that's what I'm coming up against. <laughs> yep. Here's the so. thing, though. In my opinion, with Disco Elysium, yes, there's the main crime case but is any one quest in this game that much more valid than any other i think at like from my point of view okay. of, what do you mean by valid like as as important like you've got the, yeah, the hanging like, and lynching like, but what about like what's going on with the pale right mm-hmm. you know what's going on with harry's personal life do i want to close the the book on whatever hurt he's dealing with or do I want as a player just to know what his history is, mm-hmm. you know, well, like what is, yes, the game is, and maybe his life. And there are people telling him, do your job. Mm-hmm. But does that, is that really the main story of the game? Well, there there's, I think there's two ways you can look at that. There's the the plot of the game, and there are the certain checks that mm. you have to 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 get through to end up, you know, progressing what the plot is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're absolutely valid because I think the flip side of it, because when you think about it, just as, as an idea, it's like okay, I have a fifty fifty shot to progress this game or not. Um, that feels kind of crummy, but I think with this the way this game balances it pretty well mm. is that for a lot of the checks. It doesn't actually matter if you pass them or not. Yeah. It, yeah. it will kind of lead you in. And sometimes, honestly, the fails are almost as funny. Yeah. Um, some of the red, some of the yeah. red check fails are, work out really, really in good yeah. ways. So I think that's kind of, the again, like going to that idea of like you're playing like a tabletop, like a D&D campaign, mm. that when you fail a role, it's not like the story ends. It just goes mm. in a different direction. Yeah. So, you know, you go back, you have that, that example of... Um, you know, like grinding to beat a boss. It's like, mm-hmm. so then the, my immediate thought with that was like, you know, that comes down to like just game design. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think a game grinding should be something you choose to do, not something you need to do. Yeah. Where with this, and it's particularly the, the, the check you're talking about, Dan, like that is one part of the game where when you see how that plays out, it is clear. That's kind of a, it's necessary. A, it is a point where they want you to really branch out at that point, mm-hmm. because if you do a bunch of the other side quests, that becomes a 97% check. Even I, if your authority is not super high. I understand that because yeah. they, they, they want you to be at a point in the game because I know that's like a turning point in the game where yeah. you're in Marnay's and you're pretty much part of the scenery at this point and you've already mm-hmm. established sort of your character. You, I know it makes you choose. Like it kept 
hammering me with what kind of cop are you like it, the game pretty much came out and was like what kind of cop are you like and it made me choose like am i sorry cop am i uh, hobo cop i feel i feel like not hobo cop that's different i love hobo cop um <laughs> but i want to choose i think i forgot which one i started to choose but it made super, more sense an art cop our cop was, is by far the most beneficial cop to be. Got it. <laughs> Hands down. I, I was I was a superstar art cop. I was both. I, I was something. Nice. I, I, it made more sense than sorry cop for because I was apologizing a lot. I feel like that's easy to do in this game. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, you're you're kind of you're a terrible a, person. Yeah, you're a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Or at least you like were. poor poor Sylvie when you're on the phone with her and she's like, I left because oh, of you. You're like oh. that oh, that <laughs> conversation. When Dan was having it, because of his stats, he was like, he was completely oblivious that she's <laughs> upset with him, and like his voice is yeah. like, his voice is like, it could she possibly into have, you. She's into you. <laughs> Go for it, sire. Yeah. She um, yeah, she yeah. wasn't too happy with me, but I still, I and again, I liked this game. I liked what it does. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just hit a wall. That's it. That's pretty much what yeah. happened. And um, I mean, and that particular part is very much a wall. It's a wall, and I have to get a grappling hook and start digging into or the just wall. Cro- cross the bridge over to the right seaside uh, area. Quick side tangent: as you were talking about, like the trope of like having your memory wiped to mm. to make you do like a tutorial, basically. Um, I was thinking of a weird TV trope that uh, which is characters who are like friends with the main character who enter their room via ladder to the window. Oh, uh, Clarissa like, explains it all. Clarissa her friend. Like Clarissa explains it all. It happens in Doogie Howser MD. Vinny used to always come into, does it happen uh, in Doug? It, I don't know about Doug, but I was like, it, Clarissa, um, I was thinking Joey Potter does it on Dawson's Creek. Whoa. And, you know, what's a name I haven't thought of in 15 we, years. Wait, I need to understand <laughs> the road we're on right now. Uh, just I, and I think I think uh, this is a Dave, and I think a Dave Sean, segue, and I think Sean Hunter does it on um, Boy Meets World. But like, is it just to avoid interaction with characters that they don't want you to interact with? Like, otherwise, like this person has to ring the bell. They have to talk to the parents. They have to and show like, them. Oh, they can just the walk room. through the door. See, you. every yeah. time, every time it. they have to write it in. Like, oh, your like, mom said that dinner's in so an like, hour. Or, something. or is it? Or is it? Or is it like? Yeah, exactly. Or is it just like? Oh, this is a fun character thing. Like yeah, he's, I think he's off a, the beaten path. It makes I, it's a, a visual ladder. gag. Yeah, absolutely. It's a visual gag. It shows a level of intimacy. Yeah, between like two characters that yeah. Like she she or he is letting them into like their immediate like this is my personal space. You're allowed mm-hmm. you're a, a one way ticket. You in. you get to circumvent right. You know, and it says ha- things direct, about that. Character. You have du- you have direct access to me. Right. You can come and hang out with me anytime, <laughs> and then they just climb up. Th- Fire this was before this was before like cell phones so it's like just yeah. call me and then you just FaceTime and put them on the windowsill <laughs> anyway back to disco elysium right. and ladders. um i want to kind of segue back to the city and all these characters yeah. you start kind of interacting with them uh, because also the really kind of plays a role into is the discussion of of political alignment and politics in the game oh man um another wall uh, sorry <laughs> well and actually kind of it's like about walls i kind of oh. in terms of uh, absorbing the world i kind of fell between both of you are where, you a communist i well, don't know <laughs> i i did i don't know i thought well to go with the world stuff i found it very interesting but i i also did hit points where 
I get Joyce is one thing that kind of popped out to me as we're getting the, the lowdown of reality. I'm okay. Like, this is getting to be a lot. I okay. I just I don't know if I need to know all this. Joyce um, Joyce being the fact that Joyce the character goes through everything. She'll go through it. She'll but, give you the everything. The kitchen sink. Yeah. And there were some, but there were some things that I was like all about. The pale I was all about. Dolores Day I was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, His so, obsession with Dolores Day I found fascinating. I, I was like, what is happening? I want to get I want to get into that later. Um, but I thought, just in general, as, as then you kind of get the questions of well, what political alignment are because you have to choose, and that's one of the mm-hmm. the one things where you can make answers to, to dialogue things where you, you're leaning towards one or the mm. other but you do get unlike the what kind of cop are you a definitive point at the end of day three where it's like okay you need now to commit and that will close off and open up a quest line for your political alignment mm. um i don't think you got that far dance and i Not, did what it what did you do with it i i was a moralist how did that work out for you i mean it was interesting i was good like uh the thing of like like, I was definitely going to play that moralist or communist, but I don't know. I, w- I had bad feelings about trying to bring communism in because I assumed it was going to go through the, um, you know, th- through the dock strike and all that stuff. And I don't mm. really like and trust Everard. So I was like, I was like, I don't. If like. If it went through him, like, he's not in it for the people. He's in it for power. You want to know, you know the conversation I nailed was the conversation with Evart. You didn't stick uh, it to the chair. I <laughs> didn't. I sat in that chair, and my character was Chair's like... so uncomfortable. I love that. That was my sat favorite conversation. <laughs> when you Dear come back God. to him, when you come back to him, he's like, don't worry about the chair. You already sat yeah, yeah. in the chair. He's like, yeah. he's like, you earned the right to stand and not sit in that horrible chair anymore. What a what a weird conversation. And I was like, I can't believe I'm kicking so much butt. This dude's like the kingpin of the area. And I, well, I'm glad you brought him up because I saw it as I kind of remembered when this game got a lot of pop, and and I remember they won um, mm-hmm. best RPG. I think it was best story too at the the Game Awards. Like the devs like thanked Stalin during mm-hmm. their speech, and I'm like, Stalin was a terrible person. But this is the developers are very, very big socialists. So in my head, I was like, okay, so I'm waiting for the communism storyline to be the quote unquote good one because it just made sense to me. But with Everard, I thought it was just interesting because I think they did a really good job is everything is kind of stinky. Like there's no political alignment yeah. that's like, oh, you could see how this is the best one. No. Um I ended up following the communist one just because I was like, I think this is going to be the one they, they kind of treat. And there is the big, with Revachal, like the history of that, where there was a communist revolt and a uh, war and there's craters in the ground. It's like, this is really kind of like a bedrock of a lot of things. I thought the communist one was actually super interesting, the way they handled it, because mm. I think it was definitely not negative, but the way it's pitched, ultimately you end up in this book club. Yeah. That mm-hmm. it's, that the idea of a, a perfect is it propaganda book club. Um, well, they, they're diving to like deep, deep, deep socialist thought. And like the idea, it's like, and it gets to weird things. It's like arguments about, um, in a perfect socialist society, if it really is perfect, crops will grow better there th- than ones that are not. And it's like, if you can't accept that you're not a true socialist, 
And it, it gets it to really like nitty things like that. And basically the way the last beat that it leads off, which I thought was actually really, really poignant was it's impossible that this actually doesn't work. And here's this kind of running thread line. Every time you go to the book club is the two guys that are in it are building a book, uh, like a house out of matchsticks, uh, matchstick mm-hmm. books. And they're like, you know, we get far sometimes, but it's like, it's impossible to finish. Mm-hmm. And on the last night, it's the two of them and Harry. And they're like, let's, let's just, let's go for it. And they get it higher than they've ever gotten it before. And it's this giant towering structure. And they're going to put one of the last pieces and it all falls down. Mm -hmm. And it's just less that last thing thought. It's just like, this has so many great thoughts, but you're not going to actually do it. And it's so true with when you got, uh, you know, the workers striking with Everard and he's one of the worst characters in the game. And he's the leader of that. Um, Did you guys see anything about like the capitalist one in the i mean i like i said with the moralist one i'll I'll just go into that real quick like what happens is like wild it's wild (laughs) it's like but you're uh you know there's a lot of commentary there about basically like about it being thought of as the right way to do things and like slow and steady very slow and steady progress and like there are a lot of checks and balances. We're, we're going to make sure inflation goes at this same rate at all times. Cause that's, you know, more than that's bad for this reason, less than that's good for these reasons. When it, you, you can, and then you eventually, you can try and make contact with the people above who are watching Revishall from mm. like satellites or a an UFO aircraft somewhere, some basically, yeah. you know, and you make they contact with them and, you know, you're trying to ask them, like, you can ask them important questions, like, when is true democracy coming to Revishall? And they're like, maybe not in your lifetime. Like, we're mm. they're all about, like, slow and steady progress. And you're like, and that can be frustrating, you know, because, like, like, we need it now. There's problems here right now. Why aren't we, like, why, you know, and they're prioritizing other countries or whatever, because they're just this, like, big knowledge head. And, like, I understand that, like, clearly the developers feel like slow progress there's a lot of frustration and it's shown you know but then like yeah. if you start talking to them about the pale and these real problems and, and infor- <laughs> information that's being lost in it and it and the fact that you're seeing it grow and like even that remember that interesting doorbell that you guys oh, yeah. rang oh. and that and like that that recorded message that just stuck ago. in the doorbell like that is a, that is um, a side effect of a recording going through the pale and getting stuck in like in time, basically. Mm. And like you, if you bring this evidence to them, then they'll like you. And first of all, to to contact them, you guys like daisy chain radios through the giant um, uh, horse king sculpture oh, wow. that's in in the center of the town, and you I climb to the statue. top of it. <laughs> And, uh, and at that point in time, if you talk to them about the panel and what that stuff that's going on, they'll come and pick you up mm. and like, and you can opt basically you end the game right there. You could be one yeah. of them. Yeah. Because now you know about a problem that they can not solve yeah, without that, that, you. And that they think is important. But what's See, interesting I, too, oh. though, is during that part is you keep hearing Kim, you keep hearing Kim talk about things that may be asking you not to do this not to tell them these things and i don't know why and that is like i so interesting I, well, i'm like just, is kim just trying just, to make you stay on the case 
is Kim trying? Is Kim actually like, don't go with them because he knows something? Is that is, is that from the, the is pale? that is that future Kim talking to you now? Because Kim down on the floor is not saying these things. See, uh, and uh, just to jump on that, because I absolutely agree, because I think it's so interesting. Yeah. The way I kind of interpreted all of that was this idea that when you, th- and I think it's actually the probably the most applicable. I think when we think the United States right now, it, it's like mm-hmm. there is this, there is problems, mm-hmm. and we want like to believe or commit to this idea of we're making progress, even if it's yeah. slow and steady. But ultimately, it feels like there is this, gr- this there's this body. That is what is actually in control, but they are so out of touch and so far away from us. They're literally flying in an yeah. aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, us. it's like it's like how we down on the ground floor will be like, you know, there's all these weather situations. Maybe we should, you know, do something right now, you know, to deal with, you know, environmental crisis. Mm. However, the way the infrastructure is built right now and and the people who make money based off of what's already out there, they're like, yeah, we can't do that right away. We can't move the money to do that right away. So yeah, let's, and, let's and all the pale stuff. we'll get there eventually. And I, I thought the way I kind of then made that try to fit in with the Kim stuff, and it was like this idea, it's just like there's so many things that we're not aware of, mm-hmm. but they are, and it's, just, it's again, that kind of disconnect between mm-hmm. we're, we're thinking the people in power are working on a, a, such a greater share, but what really then it's like the pessimism, pessimism of it. It's just like, oh, well, you know, their priorities are not the people. Oh, when you bring yeah. democracy here, it's like, well, eh, we don't want to mm. upset things. Um, the other ones, I think the, yeah. the fascist one is definitely the darkest. You basically um, realize that if I'm going to really be in love with Revishal, the logic of it turns into, well, I love her like a woman, so I have to kill women and I need to become like a mass murderer. And that's where it ends. It's just like, okay, that will be my decision. I will go do that at some point. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then I think like, which one the communists we did. That's all. For yeah. Them. And the other one yeah. is the, um, ultra oh, the capitalist, um, the ultra liberalist that turns into, I thought just kind of a funny thing where, you get into that crate and you meet a guy who's so rich, light bends oh, around him. Light bends around him because uh, apparently this is a thing that happens when the physics, when when the economic wa- wealth of that person is so far, the rules from yours. no longer apply. And <laughs> it, and it's such an interesting <laughs> image and commentary, and it's so poignant. Uh, it turns it doesn't really go anywhere like super interesting. You end up like, you can get paying. into that. You you don't have to do that pl- that storyline to get in that crate. Uh, no, but oh, is you, that the need, you, that end, you have to talk your way into. You have to talk your way <laughs> yeah. into. You end up needing him, though, to, like, um, you end up then buying a piece of art from Cindy's, and then you end up kind of using it to create, I think, with the statue. But what's funny is then you get, um, Cindy's you get currency. It's, he gives you, like, a loan, but it's so beyond wealth. It's, like, stock options. So it's, like, you can't actually even use it, but you're, like, super wealthy now, and you actually can end up buying the the... Um, what's the flashlight the thing? Wash and, well, oh, the light, the light in the pawn shop? The light in the pawn shop, you can buy it. And he's like, well, I can't carry it out of here. It's like, well, it'll stay here. I was like, nice. It'll um, stay here, but you own it? But you own uh, it, which is like, again, it's just, it, that's such it's a, just that's like, such a rich what is the, what's thing. the value of wealth? Right, like when you yeah. buy a house, it's, is it yours or the bank's kind of thing? Yeah, it's just, I just thought, it's just like, in general. Yeah, you see the Statue of Liberty over there? That's mine. 
Yeah, right. New York's still, it, New York's holding on to it. <laughs> right, but and don't people worry. can visit it, but it belongs but to since, me. <laughs> but since I pay taxes, it's technically mine. Right, right. and I just no. thought acro- <laughs> across the board, it. I think it just did a really, really jo- nice job at not, not completely cutting. I think the communist one definitely had. It feels like it had the most like uplifting ending, mm. but interesting. All of them really kind of contribute to what I think is the real big tone about this game, but is this world in Ravishal where everything is broken and everything stinks. Mm-hmm. And then there becomes the question of, well, what am I going to do about it? Yeah. But and, what's, I think the lesson is that what's important is throw the politics out is people. Are you doing mm-hmm. things to support the people? Cause that's what the game's about. It's about people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and that was by far whenever I kind of got a lot about, the different nations and things like that. It was always the people you're into, like these little stories that you interact with. And, and yeah. I really, really loved how every single character that you can have a conversation with feels important, mm-hmm. and you never really know where something is gonna go because mm-hmm. it's very things that feel very innocuous. Like and to bring up my my favorite questline, which was the whole church thing, mm-hmm. where you're just talking to these guys like we want to start a club in the church. I'm like that's important right now in the grand scheme of things, but it it just went in so um, many directions. There are teenagers who need who need help. Yeah, to create to to, but see, I guess I want to. There are teenagers who need help. Well, they wanted with, to with your <laughs> influence, you stop them from doing what they would have done without your influence. If you choose to. Yeah, <laughs> depends how you go with that. Dan, it, you didn't you didn't reach them, I believe. That's what but I was saying. I was like, you gotta get to the, the church. They must be on the shore. Yeah, yeah there are. Yeah, once you get the yeah, um, but they uh, they want to start a club in the church, but in order to be able to afford the club, they're also planning on like making and selling meth out of it. I believe. Oh. That's not so bad. But it's not about just about the drugs. It's about it's, the music. It's, it's about those the music. Two, two, it's about those two things working together. But you can convince them to do it without the meth. Like, just do... Just, yes, start a club in the church. Do that. But, but do no, a clean club. No, do it, yeah, do it clean. And, like, somebody's like, now it's never going to work. But one of the most hardcore guys about it, he's like, no, it's going to be even harder, but it's going to make it even better. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad you brought up that line, there because that was the moment in the entire game where I felt like everything kind of clicked for me. The, when you follow that quest line through, well, I guess first of all, just to talk about the pale a little bit, cause I thought mm. that was one of the most fascinating things about this game. Mm. And I, you had that conversation with Joyce then. So, you know, the, the pale, I know that it's there. He knows it's there. I think he like, I think he just started to skirt the surface. Yeah. It's and... this growing mass of, basically destruction and it's not destruction in terms of just like ruining things it's like ending of existence where time loses meaning the laws of physics lose its meaning think of it of like of a black hole above this above the earth yeah and it's just slowly growing and i didn't realize i I was watching a video that that in the opening in the menu screen that you could actually where it has that like beautiful painting of russia you could see it in the background it's Uh this mist fog thing Mm. and I thought it was so interesting then with that quest line that it eventually there's this crab guy who's like climbing around. Oh. And I love, I love the bending of reality. It's very like Hunter S. Thompson where it, everything kind of feels drug influenced, even though it's kind of not, but then these things happen like that. I'm like, what the heck is that? That you find out that there is a piece of pale in the church. Yeah. The top and, of the steeple on it. 
Okay. And they had this conversation about, it's like, well, did the, the, the pale come here because it's a church or did the church come here because there's pale? And that also leads to one of my favorite, favorite scenes of the game, which is the dance scene. <laughs> where you finally get everything in, you, you, you help out the scientist, and the music's going, and just everyone starts, and it's just how many people can you get in this dance? How do you yeah. go? And it, for it's me... It's the best use of authority you can use. You could pull rank with Kim to make him dance, too. Oh, God. And we even get to talk about Kim on all his stuff. Kim There's is, so many things to talk there's about. There's a lot of things. There's so Kim is amazing. Is well, to kind of love, just start kind of... Kim. To kind of bring big, big picture things. Because I want to bring this back, too, because when you mentioned the drug stuff earlier... For me, when I tried to kind of conceptualize about this game, about like, I feel really, really strong about this game, it's, and it's why. Why do I do that? And I feel like I just relate to it in so many ways where, what is this game about? This game is about a broken down cop in this very, very broken world mm. trying to solve, um, you know, like a world that is on the, is breaking on destruction, trying to solve a murder of a guy who, quite frankly, deserved to die. Nothing in this game is like hopeful yet there are these moments in these scenes and this, you know, like when you think of Klausia and her whole thing that she's basically mm. just all these drugs and these guys who were like from with the tribunal and all the, 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 the mm -hmm. guys are like, they're, they're really dark background and just this yeah. uber violence. Yeah. Everything is so, so bad. But then there are these, such these beautiful moments of like beauty but, and like levity. Yeah, Cause and, even with all these terrible people, what you do see is, different levels of camaraderie like the tribunal is that happening because you killed one of them yeah one of, one of them died and somebody's got to pay for it right, right? so th there's the the hardy boys are like yeah class is here and um she there may be stuff that happened in her past that's bad and we know that but she's one of us mm. you know so we're trying to protect her she didn't, you know, she's not responsible for this guy's murder and they're trying to protect her from her being reported to the police because then allegedly she'll be arrested just based off of who she is and what she did in the past, you know? And even like, like even Pigs, the character who has purchased your pawned um, cop-issued uh, gun, mm. when you meet that character she's obviously deranged sad and probably driven this way from a complete place of loneliness and like who's who are you going to leave to take care of her and you, you know you might tell say kim like who should we arrest her and he's like this isn't really a job for the police this she needs help this would be a perfect job for the hardies who believe that they're like the the police in this the area local these vigilantes yeah. yeah and and that just just shows you and you talk to them and they know exactly who she is and they're like yeah we'll take care of her you know like but that yeah there's this corruption and there's this political unrest but you just see a there's always people who are willing to lend a hand to help one another you know I, and that I, I think is is great I, I I can't be any more on board with everything you're saying than I am at this moment in time. Like, and there's so many other things, you're, as you're saying, it's like the guy in front of the old, the Wampy Center, like reminiscing with his kid. Um, the people who are loyal to like the seaside place and, the, mm. you know, because this is their yeah, home. Yeah, like even the lady will just give you that so room for many. free. Because <laughs> yeah. she just wants to help. And it's just, you're absolutely right. And that's what I think just 
I guess as we start kind of, I, I do want to just like a geek out part of just like, what are some things you love? But I, can we talk about Suzerainty? Because I want to know how you played it. Oh, for what? The board game. Oh, that you can play with board with with uh, oh, inside. Th- this is how meta Disco Elysium is. There is a board game that you can buy and play against oh, I got him. Dice. Yeah, you can get dice from the dice maker. This but there's the also a board game you can buy in the bookshop that you can play in the game. I almost bought it. I didn't buy it. Uh, there's I, two different board games. There's Whirl, and then there that one you can't play. Mm-hmm. Um, but Suzerainty, you can play against Kim. And it gets pretty and, long. I and I, I remember like I remember some of the responses I gave, but that was definitely one I was like, this is getting really wrong. I'm gonna start skimming a little bit of this conversation. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't really remember how I played uh, that. I think about it. But I, but just kind of going back to the, you know, the bigger point you were kind of making, Dave, and I, I think that ultimately why I think this game is so great is because you're right. It, it does show those relationships. And I just relate to it so much because when you think about our, our situation in this country, it's like everything feels really, really bad. Mm. And everything really feels like it's getting worse. Mm. And we have no control over how to you, fix it. Even like the state of our world right now is like, like the fact that they make you take a political stance Cause, yeah. in the game. Cause that's, that's how cut. life is nowadays, that is right? You have is. to take a political stance. Even yeah, your, sure even do. your, even your in, you know, your decision to not take a political stance is a political stance. Right. And I just thought it taps into something so true, even in a, in this far fetched kind of scenario that, I think, I guess this is what I look at the time. We've been going for almost two hours oh, wow. my recording. Oh, well, we did like, give them a warning. I, I, I just think this game really is something special. Yeah. And I just, real quick, I guess if we'll do one little quick, like, shout out things. I love the whole way that, you know, and actually, Dan, I'll say this. Remember, you can't like, contain like, yourself, I can't, there's so you many cannot. things. How you're like, I hate Titus. He's such a. I, I'm mad at him, but now I feel like I'm not because I know. I, by the end of that tribunal, I felt so lockstep with him. Like, because there's like part of your voice is like he would make a great cop. And yeah. like, you just you just come to this camaraderie after the tribunal. Cindy, after the whole thing where she paints that thing on, on the on the, the oh, place the, where it happened. Yeah. And I wrote that down. What is it? It is, um, Un jour je serai de retour près de toi, which means one day I will return to your side. And just the kind of sickle nature of camaraderie again, and that even when people die, they're like, there's a uh, Dolores Day. We haven't got to talk about Dolores Day and his obsession mm-hmm. with her. Yeah, like, well, the whole thing with, uh, just to his obsession with Dolores Day is basically, you know, part of his hurt that he carries around with him is that he, he was in love with this girl and she left him. Okay. Right. And you don't know he, anything more about you that. You don't really know. But basically <laughs> in his mind, she was the like picture of beauty, which is also like how Dolores day is, um, painted. Or, or, or pictured in the game. So or was she, she's an innocent. What's the thing? Yeah, she's a she's one of the inno- one of, she's one of the like the, the greatest innocents. Yeah, but like his memory of this lover is he has it like mentally skewed with Dolores Day. It's like the the two are wrapped together. Mm. So like if, when you go to the church and you see the giant stained glass window of Dolores Day, you just fall to your knees and stare at it and have like a bunch of thoughts for like 
what in the game was probably like five to ten minutes to the point where Kim's like, you know, what's you're going just, on? Why you're are just you just literally just you just like froze? <laughs> and I love because I didn't do it on my first play, David. You tell her it's like when you sleep in the the ending aisle. Oh yeah, and then you have that like where you like the, offer the her dream. the statue. Yes. Um, but to kind of just deploy it together. Because I know we've been going super, super long. I got so many things to do. It's, it's amazing, um, guys. Play this game. Well, yeah, that's pretty I, much no, no, I hope you did. I hope you did. <laughs> the Metacritic for this game, we played the final. The original base game had a 92. This one had an 89. Um, I don't know to, why it would lose points. Why would it have a different score? Yeah. I have what never changed? played a game. I have never played a game that has crashed this many times. Yeah. Uh, I played three-ish playthroughs probably i don't know 30 40 hours that game must have crashed on me 20 to 30 times yeah i'd say that's about around how many crashes i've had and that's honestly that's, that's a lot i had my first one recently so, oh, okay. yeah. so it wasn't too but bad. i also have less time in the game so i mean like i it never annoyed me because i mean it annoyed me but like dave gave me the heads up about it so mm. i religiously saved the game every time yeah. i before i got into a conversation i saved because I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Also, the quick travel is just broken. Does it? Is there does, a quick does, travel? There yeah. is. You can so buy a map, and you can, there's three locations that you should be able to quick travel in. I don't. I did it once. I don't understand how it works because mm. you're in the spot. I was like, maybe I have to look at the door to something. Sometimes, like, sometimes the tooltips we get stuck on overlaying. That happened stuff. to me a few times. Yeah, it's good. Like, it'll just be like zero bullets. I'm like, yeah. you're blo- I'm like, you're blocking one of the. I can't, I can't see it. Like this <laughs> game is actually kind of some parts like technically a mess, but yeah. I'll say maybe that's 89, part of the story with Revershaw. I'm just, I'm willing to look, I'm willing to look past it because I'm willing to look past it. Like so, I would say that's too low. This is this is a '90s game. This is a, this is a special game. And I know, and I totally can understand where it's not for everybody. It is a mm. lot of reading. The it is not is for really... everybody. The director's cut makes it better because it lets you listen and just enjoy. Like Dave, I think it's more immersive. Definitely, it's, I think, and the voice acting isn't just layered on top. They, it feels like it was. If you told me the game existed without it, I'd be like, well, that's weird. Like it just seems so seem correct. The voice acting is good. The mm. it's just done well. So like, if you aren't into reading. I am not in video games, and this was that was saving grace. Like that got mm. me through a lot of it. When I was in the mood to listen, I did blast through a lot of conversations to Dave's dismay. Um, I can't blame him. I should listen mm. to a game about dialogue, um, but it is not for everyone. It isn't. Yeah. So Dan, I'll say for you like eighty nine too low, too high. I think right. it's fine. You see, I if I was reviewing this game, wouldn't be assigned to review it. They would not assign me to it because they would be like, all right, Dan likes the twitchy games. They like shooters, likes RPGs that are like Final Fantasy seven. No problem. This game takes it a step further that I can't go um, without being unfair. And I, so it wouldn't be assigned to me if I was to review it. That's the way I'll respond to your question. Um, I'm not, I, I can still play it and probably enjoy it, but I would still be like, well, the game makes you uh, do conversations and I like it when you punch things, you know? So like, it doesn't really, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like I would, it's, it's unfair of me to say if that score is correct. Cause I think that they had the right people review it for it to get that high. What about you, Dave? You kidding? I, I mean, the with the failures of the 89 is fine because fine. like, I for me personally, it's higher, but with the crashing, you just can't, you can't really ignore it. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I was infuriated by it. I still can't. I still can't say this game's an eight nine. It has to be higher. It's okay. too. It's too good. It's okay. just what? too real. Do you think it's, they'll yeah. fix? Do you think they'll fix the, the story bugs? and everything? It's been like, a patch. Okay, a whole ninety two is fine. Ninety two is 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 a fine score for this game. Hmm. I think I think it has to be, not to obsess over scores, but I do think when you get over a ninety, that really says something. Mm-hmm. That the 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 general mm-hmm. the general consensus. Sure. Is it should be in the nineties. It should be in the nineties. It should be in the nineties. It's a low nineties, but it's in, it's in the nineties. Sure. This is gonna be and like you know it's funny like talking about this game and now playing Hades again when we when we did the podcast for Hades I was like Hades is going to be a tough game to beat for that number one spot I don't know now this is going to I'm going to have to mull but this is going to be a tough this I don't know see now this would be an honest this would be an honest omission on my part for you yeah because Outer Wilds was a mistake this would be (gasps) no for me to leave no you do (laughs) this for me to leave out of the top spot that's what I mean that was an actual mistake. Actually, wasn't I? I think I was the low one. No, I no, the reason it, Outer there Wilds. Was, there was a, a different game. I oh, think. no, no. It was, it was Finch. It was either Finch. Dan just out. didn't rank. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> so, but listen, the rankings are the rankings. Well, anyway, they are infallible. Yeah, they are they the are. innocent. They are Dolores Day. We can't. can't well, what isn't but, Dolores Day? Is the tastemaker? <laughs> Sir, and good day to you, sir. Do you know what is on the docket for this evening? Uh, I believe it is a trivial tastemaker. Ah, very good. Very good. Very good, very good indeed. New season yeah. of the tastemaker. We yeah. are all zeros, and though the future is wide open. Yeah, and it's a good thing I put so much thought into tonight, and mm. I really sat mm. down and I didn't prepare a tastemaker. So instead, we're gonna. <laughs> Right, um, we're gonna once the classic. Again, I don't have a tastemaker, and I need a tastemaker. But we got end. a tastemaker because this one's gonna be good. It's uh, twenty questions, but probably more. Um, you guys are gonna have to figure out what <laughs> that's, game. I'm, that's the official title. What game I'm thinking of? I um, we'll see how the questions go, but there might be stipulations. There so, might be stipulations. Yeah, well, I'll I'll guide us towards the goal. Okay. Um, if I see the uh, rails being ignored. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. So what like you guys are going to do, just to explain it, we're gonna, yeah. you guys are going to ask me questions about the game I'm talking about, and I'm going to let you know if you're right or wrong. And you're going to go from there until one of you can guess it. And the, for the record, I think I've, be, I've won once. Well, Mark, <laughs> I think that... Maybe think this is gonna, it. There I we think go. so, yeah. Uh, uh, Dave, would you like to go first or should I go first? It was, who's picked this game? Who picked I the game tonight? Game. Dave goes first. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's a, there uh, that is, that. this, is this game Sly Cooper? No. <laughs> One of these nah. days it's gonna, it's gonna. No, we're gonna like. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Sly Cooper's um, not on my shelf. <laughs> see, like I'm, I'm gonna just be true to my approach, and I just have to be right. Did this game come out originally after January first, two thousand? I hate it. The fact pull that up, you see, pull up the Wikipedia page. Pick up the William page. He's looking. It's not gonna be on the box. No. Well. Um, where did you just on camera? <laughs> you're on camera. We see you. Hold on, hold on. I know what you're talking about. He just um, looked at the box. Dave, don't try to read his screen. The flashes. I won't read his screen. Screen sheet. Hold on. Let me see what you can it. see and what you can't see. <laughs> oh, you can see a fair amount. Okay. Um, I can see white. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm, I, I if, promise if any not box to try shows up, Not just you, but also Mark. What was your question? January 1st, 2000. After. Is it after it? 
January 1st, 2000. Um, this um, game came out... I did not expect On this January 1st. <laughs> uh, let's say... Let's say. Let's say? <laughs> is this let's true say or this false? game let's came not... out before January 1st, 2000. All righty. Before. Yeah, let's say it. Is this a region? I always thought so. I wonder if it like came out in Japan first. But anyway, your question, Dave. He's going off of what is I just did. Is this a uh, stealth game? No. Um, would you? Did this game come out on the Super Nintendo? No. Um, was this a game on the PlayStation Two? <laughs> Hold on. Um. Yes. Okay. Um, is the main way you interact with the world by shooting a gun? No. Um, <clears throat> does this game have sequels? Yes. I'm locking down that it's a franchise, you know? Yeah. Um, do you have hit points? As a person? No, in the game. Oh. Can you be more specific? Um, is there a health you, pool in the game? If there's a health pool with a specific numer a numerical value to it that lessens. Well, define numerical value. What if it's like seven? I'm talking to somebody who understands computer programming, so everything <laughs> does break down to numbers eventually. Yeah, like I I could tell how much health I have by a number. No. Like, but like, 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 no, like, he, he in, to, like, like in Zelda, you have eight hearts. I'm gonna. Is that that's a number? The, no, it's not. A number I'm gonna translate hearts. Mark's question. Can you see your HP as a number? No, but see, like, it's... Yeah, it's a number. Is that your question? Yes. Okay, so the answer is no. Me and Dave were like, computer, computer. <laughs> <laughs> we're all numbers, man. Ones and zeros just floating around. It's got a sequels. Can you time. die in this game? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> in the game uh, or for real? I mean, <laughs> if you play it too you, long, probably. But that's do, you, do you have a weapon in this yes. game? I wrote weapon and die. <laughs> um, is the main protagonist female? Oh, oh! Did not think of him being stumped by this. I'm he's now he's determined. He's I'm... he's determined. Is it? He's like now. Right, that... He's like, is this character the main protagonist or not? That's the question he's got. Then there are multiple protagonists. I'm gonna say that is a yes. Okay. But this will come up clear. this will come up later i'm just but i'm gonna say this that it's a yes but Female i think it's gonna come up later protag question mark now um, I'm, I'm gonna be become fixated on this <laughs> now you so will see why i have to like clarify this. it so do you control multiple people in this game yes I don't like. I don't like how this is. This is not. This is ice climbers all over again. Oh, oh my no. god! <laughs> Let's say yes. Let's say yes. Okay. Um, because yes. Is is this game an RPG? No. It's on the PS2. It's not an RPG. I do wonder. Um, I do wonder. Do who. you have? I might. Do you have. Um, guide you to stick with Dave's path of questioning right now. Well, I know. Yeah, let him do his thing. I'll do I'm my thing. I'm trying to get Jodder's down, I guess. Yeah. All right. I'll go um, with your own you... 
Do you control a vehicle in this game? No. It would be... I love video games with vehicles. And remember love Borderlands? I was the best driver in that game. Oh, in That's this game... <laughs> in this game... Um, do You said you fight with weapons. Are you those weapons specify. your fists? No. Um, <laughs> is this a, a two-dimensional game? No. Asterisk. God. What? Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, is it 2D like the way Donkey Kong Country is 2D? Like no. That's a 2D okay. game. I know, but he said asterisk for that. Like a 2.5D maybe? But I can't think of a game that would be 2.5D from PlayStation 2 era. Every game is two-dimensional. It's on a screen. It's flat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what kind of idiot um, are you? He's not touching you. Would you describe the tone of the game as serious? No. No. Um, you, what was it? What was your serious response? No. No, it's the not game serious. does not have a serious tone. Kind of jokey. Okay. Um, does this game feature platforming? No. Not platforming. The heck are you doing in this game? Uh, you don't have a health pool. You don't have health as a number. You don't, you don't have, have health as a thank number. You for, thank you for... Because you can die, so must there must be health. Um, are you collecting you... things in this no. game? No. It's not a role-playing game. You use weapons. Do you wield a sword in this game? Yes. Okay. Sword... S ward. Female S ward. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's a female protagonist swinging a sword. See, like when I said you control multiple characters, maybe you interpret it as like at the same time. Do you have a character select? Yes. Okay. So not all of them might be female. Now you understand why that question oh, was loaded. I understand. <laughs> see, I see I think I would answer that as no. Because you're not controlling multiple characters. But you, then I would have... You could choose a character. But then you wouldn't have ever asked that question, I think. I guess that's true. And now I feel like we're on the right path. See, now if there's a sword... Is this I... game Soul Calibur? Yep. <laughs> I was going to ask, find a game next? Do you understand the asterisk? It's 3D graphics. You can shimmy, but you fight two-dimensionally. Yeah, that's a, that's a 3D game. Because you can turn. Yeah, but yeah. the actual action happened. Well, there's that. And then, do you understand female protagonist? Why that was hard? Because it's the, no. uh, the so Who do you consider, who do you consider the... is like the main... You think she's the main character? In the story, no, she's, she's the, like... No, no, no. But really... she's like the main force against what's going on. She's like, I will fight. That's kind of like, like saying... Yeah. Mm. And so was Zhang Hua. She was like, I'm going to do this. Like, they were all like... Most of them That's were like, females. I think Kilik was the one dude. Mitsurugi was pretty bad, I'm pretty sure. See, but I, I guess the way you would look at it is, I don't know, did we put in the word main protagonist? Because, like, there is a female protagonist. Right. There's also that. I, I, said, like, I said the word main. Well, it doesn't matter because I, I also it I personally view her. I, yeah, either way, he got it. If you didn't, different so, conversation. I'm never Mark, good at these. I never get I'm I have sorry. to, like, I have to, like, know it no, before I, I'm ever going to I guess. need to give tastemakers that are not this way. So hashtag, yeah. hashtag, try again. <laughs> hashtag, try to try. Well, listener, you certainly tried because you yeah, made it to well, the end. Anyone of the listening right now, tweet at us. us. Be like, yeah, guys. 
stop. stop. <laughs> Remember when it was we've a almost, nice tight 60? We've almost put um, as much time into this episode as I did into Disco. This must this must be the longest episode we've ever done, I think. Yeah. yeah. And Maybe we'll trim it down. We'll see. I would say, I would say valid. We'll see. But for the next time, we have a new slate of games. We have Dodgeball Academia. We mm. have Chicory, colon, A Colorful Tale. We have, um, it takes two. It takes two, a procession of Calgary, Calvary, and mm-hmm. last stop. Yep. Or the last five. The machine dictates. <gasps> oh, it's oh. Dodgeball Academia. Oh, man. You want to talk about the polar opposite of Disco mm. Elysium? Well, yep. that's, that's what you get, a little, <laughs> you get a little bit of everything with us, you know? A little bit of this, a little bit Ooh. of that. We are, we are truly a variety show. <laughs> this is a, a Dan pick, Dan. What, what, what is this game? It's an RPG that makes fun of the trope of animes that have like high schools based on specific things. For example, Hero Academia is where they go to learn how to be superheroes. Dodgeball Academia is where they go to learn how to be dodgeball. Dodgeballs. Dodgeballs. <laughs> dodgeballs. It's called dodgeballs, and not let a ball hit you in the face. Club right. dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fun and campy and the graphics are great and I can't wait to chat about it with you guys especially because mm. i think dave has an especially cool story about it and i think it's a brazilian team i can't think of like a lot of brazilian oh the names. um i oh. think you're not tasked with thinking about where the game developers are from often so yeah maybe i was just more... wondering i know it's just like oh look at that That's maybe they're just leaning forward like we're from brazil dang it like maybe we've played games from brazilian teams before but they were when a you buy a video game here it is astronomically expensive yeah, this, I've always been so surprised by that. Like Australia, it's like seven. They've been paying seventy bucks for video games now. They're like, oh, please. They don't. pay. They've been paying like a hundred twenty. Yeah. Now. Like, it's please ridiculous. don't raise prices any further. Sorry, Brazil. But that is for next time. Until then, if you enjoyed the podcast, let us know. Leave us some ratings, some subscribing. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, you can reach out to us at Dino underscore Machines on Twitter. I'm at Macrocrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac, and I'm in disbelief that we actually went this long. We went this off, but it's disco, baby. But so did the listener. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) We lost him way longer. Goodbye, listener. Goodbye. Bye.